Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. Guess what? It is sunny in Richmond, Virginia today, which is very, very exciting. Um, and we are going to talk about actually being inside in our inside spaces, which is kind of ironic. So enjoy. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hey, Leah, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, Melissa. Uh, thanks for being here. So, guys, we get a lot of questions in our Facebook group about space inside, which is a really interesting concept to me. I think probably because I have so many kids right now and things are just so chaotic that organizing spaces, I'm sure, would help our family. But at the same time, it's like so far down on my list and we're just kind of surviving. But we wanted to bring Leah in today. She is an interior designer and we're going to talk a little bit about using our space a little bit better and a little bit more functional inside of our homes while still maintaining the beauty because that's important too. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of found your way to what you're doing? Sure. Yeah, I started uh, my company, Leah Walter Interiors, about five years ago after working in outside sales for 15 years. So um, it started as a hobby and um, quickly turned into a full-time job. So I'm having having a lot of fun. It's a little, uh, little more exciting than selling printing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So... Your process, we were talking a little bit about this. You work, you, you do work with a lot of families with young kids. I do. Um, tell me a little bit about some of the struggles that you hear or some of those pain points that people are having. Uh, that's a great question. I feel like uh, a lot of families are struggling with organization, okay. um, which I, you know, try to help them set up a system. But sometimes there's cases where maybe a professional organizer might be better suited (laughs) and we have some really great resources in Richmond for that Um, but I really like to talk through how you actually live in this space Um, so for example your entryway do you have a bench by the front door that you can store and stash shoes Um, my kids love that when they're coming through the door uh, at the end of the day, I have them take for a shoe free. Can we time out for a second though and say how old your kids are? Okay. My- I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> want anybody to think that they're like two year old. Although my two year old puts her shoes away, but I am sure at three or four or five, she's not going to, but uh, okay. So full disclosure, my kids are 13 <laughs> and 10, Okay, but also they do struggle with putting them under the bench. Yeah, they often okay. end up beside the bench, but okay. I can easily, you know, if we have people coming over, I just tuck the extra shoes under the bench. Yeah. Um, I'm a big believer in drop zones too. So if you have hooks that you can place by okay. the door for backpacks, um, briefcases, purses, um, that really helps kind of collect the stuff so it doesn't end up strewn about the house you know and I think that so much of this is for sure the way the house looks and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes of like kind of what that does mentally I know to myself when things are away and there's a little bit less clutter and I truly feel like I parent from a more patient place when I'm not looking around and seeing clutter definitely um but also just the idea that I'm never on time ever anywhere, especially if I'm bringing my kids. Cause it's just, I can never like somebody can't find a shoe or somebody can't find their jacket or, you know, where's this, where is that? I'm a really big fan of the drop zones and like my old, our old house that we had, we, I tried to find a space for it. We had this, smaller center hallway colonial and I almost was thinking about making like the small living room when you first walked in literally just a drop zone because at that point we had had five 
at that point we had had five kids um and we had so much stuff and you know there's activities and people coming and going um it didn't actually get there because we ended up moving but now we have a really large mud room and hooks galore <laughs> so now the hooks are not organized there are jackets there are there are Halloween costumes. There are shin guards hanging from some of those hooks. I don't even care. But for the most part, we kind of know that if it is something that we need to walk out the door, it is probably on a hook somewhere. Um, so I, I agree. Like, I think that that having some sort of area that is designed for some of the things that you need shortly before leaving the house is a good thing. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a lot of these new homes that um, Mm -hmm. the builders are are building have beautiful, large, spacious mudrooms. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that. I mean, you can tuck a a drop zone into a smaller space. Um, I'm moving away from hooks because I feel like my kids, I mean, they just would pile you know, uh-huh. sweatshirts yep. and like 10 mm-hmm. deep on these hooks. Oh yeah, that's my life. <laughs> and so sure. I feel like there's a, a benefit to, if you can find closed storage, um, there's some, you know, like, really nice organization systems that you can kind of tuck in a corner that have doors or okay. drawers. Okay. Again, I'm all about the hidden storage because I think <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, no, I mean, I maybe that you. complicates things no, for no, the no, kids. No, no, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I think, I mean, it's just really <laughs> funny because I mean, you just have two parallels. You have... I'm sure two wonderfully behaved girls at home. <laughs> and I just compare that to my like, you know, three dogs, two cats, two goats, nine chickens and six <laughs> kids over here that like, I'm just thrilled that we have hooks at this point. Right. And you're talking about putting doors on top of it. <laughs> but I hear you because when I do walk through the space, I'm like, or when we first bought the house, I was like, wow, this would be great. Let's build this here and let's, you know, close this space in so we can hang things and we don't have to see them. But then life happens. And, yeah. You know, it just, it's not always practical. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what else? I was uh, going to say when you're setting up, I get a lot of questions about playrooms. Okay. So a lot of people are using these wonderful um, Ikea. I forget what they're called, but the, <clears throat> with the bins. The, yes. Yes. And um, even labeling the bins to put things back in. Yep. You mentioned putting pictures on the front, which is, yeah. I think, I a mean, great that's idea like for goals. kids. Yeah. We, uh, we redid <laughs> kind of our basement last, it was before I had this last baby, so like in August, and we have the whole Trofast system. I designed it. It's great. There's like desk area and stuff, and the whole goal was to like label them so the kids knew how to put their, their toys away. But instead, my solution's been, I just don't go down to the basement. Right. <laughs> so, or or I, mean, I just say... That's my solution. Or everything goes in a bin. It doesn't yeah. matter what bin it is. Oh, because gosh. when, when yeah. my kids were playing, they didn't really... They would just dump out the bins. They yeah. didn't oh, care what was... My gosh. If it was yes. like with like. So. Uh-huh. Can I talk about like those bins that you just end up getting in life that just... I don't know if you remember when your kids were small that has ever like they have Legos, they have magnet tiles, they have like doll heads that have been that have fallen off. You know, (laughs) they have like old sand shovels from the backyard and they're just all in a bin. And then you just watch and you're like, okay, well, the bin's fine because I can't see what's in it. And then they dump the bin out and you're like, oh, my gosh, my entire life is a mess. Is it perler beads? It's everything. Yeah, yeah, it's every every, all of those things that just don't get thrown away. They just somehow (laughs) get put in the bin. And the bin could probably completely go in the trash, but you know, <laughs> then they dump it out. And then I just like realize everything in life is a mess. But, um, so what else? Well, that that's my, um, one one on yeah. organization, but, um, I have, I brought a couple notes about home trends for 2022. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you want to talk about um, that. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit. We, we were talking earlier, we had a lot of questions about the transition from one to two and things yeah. that we can do to 
help kind of ourselves prepare to be maybe stuck under a nursing baby? And then, you know, how does that other child find things to play with or entertain themselves? Um, I think those Ikea systems are fantastic in the sense that there are drawers, you know, and they can access them. Um, But do you have any other like ideas in terms of how to create functional spaces that can allow kids maybe some more independence? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. So I I think it depends a lot on the age of the kids, but Mm -hmm. say you have, you know, a a three-year-old at home and a new baby um, trying to create something on the same floor as you are. So you're not sending your three-year-old down to the basement alone. Yeah. Um, So tucking like a little corner of your kitchen, putting a play kitchen, um, kind of separating a, a space for that older child to play kind of near you, but independently, I think is great. Um, Sometimes, and these don't have to be permanent, you know, a a small kitchen you can tuck in over in your kitchen. I put in um, little train tables over in the corner of your living living room, just temporary setups that will entertain the kids, Mm -hmm. but don't have to live there long term. So I would say uh, flexible spaces, you know, things that can be moved down the line once they age out. Yeah. And I think we all need to start adopting. This is like my thing that I do now. If you ever give a gift to another parent that has multiple pieces, give them something to store said gift in. So oh. like don't give a box of magnetiles without spending the $3 for the plastic tub with a lid yes. for those max magnetiles or don't give play food for that kitchen without also giving a basket to store the play food in. Sure. Which I know that sounds like a little extra and we all know that I try not to be extra, but I can tell you that one step is life changing because you can, I know personally, like I said before, like the clutter can totally get to me and Mm -hmm. with multiple kids and as you add more and as you're tired from being up all night with a baby, you don't want to pick it up, but you know, you'll feel better if you do, but just having those special spaces for those new toys that they are getting, I think changes everything that's a great idea well i always say in the back of my head a place for everything and everything in its place which i think (laughs) yeah no i mean i know (laughs) it's a great theory it's great it's such a great theory yeah no and i think it's really important i laugh because it's not something i ever learned growing up um and eric my husband always it's his like if we were to like go on like that marriage game where you had to like write down like what the biggest pet peeve is, his would be that like, I don't put things back where they belong. Mm-hmm. Like he is very much like everything has a place. And if everything has a place, you're not going to lose your phone 10 times a day, Melissa. And you're not going to like not know where your phone charger is if you just always take the time to put it back. But I also think that's a guy versus mom thing where like I'm pulled in 17 different directions yeah. and you know, he's a dude that gets to do, you know, a little bit. <laughs> more things without children around him but anyways um no I truly feel like it's it's a such an important thing to teach and to try and do because when you know when where things are it does make getting out of the house easier and it does make like you know getting places on time which lowers anxiety Mm -hmm. which helps you know kind of all of us um you know, I, I also think there is something to be said for this is I don't, I don't know. What, tell me your theory on clothes storage, especially for little kids on clothing. storage. Yes. OK. Are you like are you like a, a dresser person? Like, I mean, I'm sure dresser looks better from a design perspective. I'm like a I mean, and I think it's probably because I've just created like I've kind of ma- like I've kind of reached like max capacity. But um. 
I know I enjoy not folding the clothes and maybe finding some cool like bin solutions mm-hmm. and stuff too, which I think also allows kids to put their own clothes away a little bit better than yeah. if they were to fold them and stuff. Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Or uh, I'm kids still bedrooms? struggling with that uh, <laughs> with 13 and 10 year olds, but um, I will say my 13 year old does Marie Kondo her, her drawers. Wow. So they're all fo- folded nicer than my own clothes, wow. but my 10 year old um, drawers are a nightmare. So yeah. I don't, I don't recommend dressers. I feel like hanging is the secret to success. Okay. Where <clears throat> that might be more challenging for the younger kids to try to hang their own clothes. Yeah. But um, I feel like that's the easiest way to keep things together. You know, you wow. can kind of hang some um, some pants with a matching shirt. And so if you put the outfits together and then hang them, the kids can go in and dress and themselves. And you can close that closet door. That's right. See, that's the whole thing. Right. I'm all about the, can you shove this into a drawer? And can you shut a door? And can the house look appropriate for visitors where there's like total chaos behind all of those doors? Well, and, and another stuff. thing I think about too, and this applies to home um, decor, is really... Um, <clears throat> thinking about the things we acquire and making sure that we're not, um, I guess, getting stuck under a, a bunch of stuff. So yep. with my kids, I, they get, they're so lucky. They get so many hand-me-downs, yep. but we had to be really selective about what we keep because I feel like in this case, the more choices they have, the harder it is to get dressed every day. Yep. So really being curating i think your closet mm-hmm. also your home you know only being surrounded by things that that bring you joy and and a lot of hand-me-downs we had a lot of when we first got married a lot of wonderful family pieces that we eventually got rid of because there's only so much furniture and things we need yeah and i think that's for me been the past couple of years really liberating trying to get rid of the extra stuff that just feels heavy yeah and Honestly, like, I think, oh God, we can go in so many directions with this and so many things that I've <laughs> yeah. learned in the past 10 years of parenting. You know, if you don't want your kids to have more stuff, ask for gifts that are experiences, oh, ask for, for sure. gifts that are, you know, more useful. There's no reason why. I mean, maybe some people would say it was tacky, but if you don't want any more plastic crap, you know, direct people, especially family members who you can direct, like what, like what, what you do want or what will bring your family joy. Um, which I think is so important because I think we can all start drowning under all of the toys and the madness. I mean, I mean, it's my, I mean, I do it too. Like I added, there's a new Paw Patrol show. It's like Paw Patrol Knights Rescue or something. And I knew that if I added those little Paw Patrol characters to my Walmart food order that I would get at least two hours away from like, not away, but like that my four, and two, yeah, my four yeah. and two year old would play with the little Paw Patrol characters <laughs> between when I stopped working and dinner time and it was going to be glorious. And so I gave myself the present of the little Paw right. Patrol characters, but I also knew that we had some place to put them yep. and and they were you small. Know, they're small. Yeah. But then the small stuff, though, ends up in that bin, that <laughs> bin of destruction. It's a double-edged sword. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think being very, like, I don't know, just, I don't know, give yourself grace and the space to get rid of stuff. Yeah. You know, my sister-in-law, she has taught me that she, during nap time, especially when her kids were young, she would just purge the playroom. They didn't miss yeah. anything. You know, they were napping. She'd just take a trash bag. And especially after holidays and birthdays or before birthdays, she would just purge. So there was an actual like enough space and stuff for the new stuff that was coming. So I um, thought that was a really cool thing I learned from her. Definitely. My other hack that I feel like we need to start like kind of teaching moms is okay. And you may not agree with this, but 
Like, I think that we're all shown these beautiful pictures on Instagram and Pinterest and, you know, about all of these like beautiful rooms we should have in our house. If you don't need a dining room, let's turn that dining room into a space that is functional for your family. That's on, that's on my notes. Yeah. Designed for how you live. Absolutely. Like you don't have to like, we have this big dining room that I put a huge white conference table in. It's a show most days because it's where all the all the shoes get dropped and it's the craft room but I never really named it anything because it was still technically a dining room there's like a wooden bead chandelier hanging from it and it's huge and it has a huge conference table in it but the kids now call it the art room and I love that because it kind of became I kind of just set it up and said this will be the room that will be and you can see it right when you walk in the front door which I don't love and it's like I said it's kind of the where the Amazon packages go, but it's where all the art supplies are and there's paint on the ceiling now. And it's crazy, but it brings me joy when I walk in there because it's such a creative space for them. And it's so much more important than having like a China cabinet or a buffet or something in there for a room that we never, we're never going to use. And how how lovely to give your kids the gift of a place where they can be creative. I think, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I try, but, but I was the same way, like in our old house too, is like the dining room turned in, the dining room turned into latch mama when it first started. But you know, if you're not going to use the space, I don't feel like we need to have the space just because society tells us we should have it. Well, and definitely during the pandemic, I think we saw a lot of people Mm -hmm. reimagining their guest room as their home office or their basement as a classroom, you know, all all different uh, spaces became new. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let me see what else. Um, I have like all of these, like these thoughts because we just moved to like a new place with like space and stuff. Um, Do you have any thoughts on kitchens? What are your, what are your kitchen thoughts? In terms of what? I don't know. In terms (laughs) of like, what, like, I I don't, I don't know. Like we have, I, I don't know. I'm still struggling with our kitchen space a little bit because we went like all white and it's really white. And like, we have a table that kind of fits all of us. We also have a bar and then like people are sitting like on like the countertop bar and the table and there's like not really movement. I don't know. I feel like that there's the kitchen is like regardless of your house is where everybody gathers. Right. Definitely. And are there ways that you have found that create a more functional space, especially for families within the kitchen? Well, you mentioned you have a bar. So I feel like that's a great. We also have, excuse me, a really oversized bar in our kitchen. And that's where I set up the buffet when we're entertaining. So a lot of times I ask families, how are you using this space? Do you want it to be just for your family? Do you want to entertain extended family and friends? Um, So talking through that, you know, some people are going away from the open floor plans because they feel like they want the kitchen to be separate and they want to entertain in the dining room or the family room and not have everybody congregate. I personally love having everybody in the kitchen and, and cooking is kind of a communal thing for, for our family. So that's the other thing. Like, do you want your kids involved in, in cooking? I think it's great to have these big islands where you can spread out all the baking ingredients and, and have different stations set up. Yeah, when we first moved to our new house, my husband was like, it has everything on your list. He's like, but the kitchen isn't open to the family room because that was what I was always like craving at our our old house. But the kitchen is large enough that we can, for the most part, all be kind of in that space. Um, But I do enjoy the fact that like I don't always have to clean up the kitchen if I'm entertaining because like you can kind of get away with it and like, you know 
get away from it and see it. We also have a second sink, which is yes, there's anybody the like sinks, yep. like designing a kitchen right now because like we we got what we got when we moved. But um, in terms of the fact that the house was already done, but um, the second sink is kind of life changing, game changer. Well, yeah. I, I would say a lot of people really enjoy a second dishwasher mm-hmm. if you're yeah. you have large family. We talked about that. <laughs> My husband wants like industrial dishwashers right. at our next house, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't. Let's uh, it's yeah. next level. Yeah, absolutely. But going back to the white kitchen, I yes. think. I think white kitchens are classic and that really opens up the opportunity if you want to bring in accent colors elsewhere. So say you move into a house that has an all white kitchen, you could easily update, um, you know, that lower cabinets or the island or something like that with an accent color. You can style the countertops differently with bright colors, you know, put some cookbooks out, some cutting boards, um, you know, just adding some more interest and still keeping it neutral. Do they make a refrigerator that the water dispenser doesn't stop when you open it? That is like my oh. biggest pet peeve right now. And I know you're probably know. not an appliance person, <laughs> but like that is our, our, my, that's, that's my pain point right now is like the kids in line to get water. But I'm like, there's a sink. Like it's all the same water. It's hundred percent the same water. It's all coming but it's from extra the same cold well. out of the fridge. But it's not really because they put the cold and the hot water lines together at our house. So they're right next to each other. So the hot water line apparently heats up the cold. But Aww. it is it, it is a little bit better coming out <laughs> of the fridge. But like they get in this line and then everybody wants to like open the fridge door. It's like big family problems. But that's like my biggest kitchen. One point of my right favorites now. is the um, next to the sink. You have a, a pot filler or the instant it's hot, a, yes, which comes with the too. filtered yeah. water. So train them if they put a little stool so they can reach and they yeah. can get in the yeah. sink too. I'm sure that next week's pain will be different than <laughs> this week's line of children and not being able to get in the refrigerator because they're all trying to get the water out. Um, what else? How about outdoor spaces? Oh, those are big right now. I think a lot of people during the pandemic were entertaining outside more. Yeah. Um, and so really investing in their outdoor spaces. Uh, lots of hardscaping, you know, paving and making bigger patios, adding um, either a fire pit or a fireplace that you build mm-hmm. in. Um, screen porches are, are big right now. Um, yeah. If you have a, a space that you can build out and um, have a little extra money in your budget, you can add... Um, living space yeah. outside. That's what we did right before we left our old house. We built this huge, like three season sunroom on the Probably back. Probably sold your ho- help sell your house. Well, we haven't sold it yet. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> long, long, no, 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 no. <laughs> long story. It was just my husband's childhood home, and he's not ready to Aww. let go of it yet. So we still have it. What we're doing with it, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I, I have to say though that I had a baby. I mean, I had multiple babies at that house, but um. We talk a little, we've talked a lot on podcasts and stuff about like when babies are crying, like you either put them in water or you take them outside. Like having a screened in room or someplace that is bright and sunshiny, like in the immediate postpartum, of course, is great because you're trying to find like, you know, happiness and light and stuff, especially when you have, I have a bunch of like late fall winter babies, but even just having a space that has like almost like a different airflow, I feel Mm -hmm. like is awesome for like those tiny babies because like they think that they're outside but they're not really they're on a screened in porch so huge investment in terms of like motherhood happiness I feel like if you can have that I also (laughs) such little stuff but like I feel like the little stuff is what gets us through the days I don't remember I don't do you remember like when you had like tiny tiny ones I do and it's like so I always dreamed of like at our old house we had a um we had a rocked driveway like a gravel Mm -hmm. driveway and to 
play with like sidewalk chalk we had to go out to the road and it was kind of you know kind of a disastrous thing but now we have a paved driveway and i always wanted one and like my husband didn't understand and he was like it's it's fine we have a rocked driveway you know but the fact that they can like that we can have a basketball hoop and that the kids can play with sidewalk chalk yeah like i wish we had done the old house like that has brought me hours and hours of just kind of like peace like it's almost like a new outside space without really i mean you have to spend money on doing it but like without having like hardscapes and fireplaces yeah. well it's and unexpected like, that a, yeah. a paved driveway would make such a big difference yeah. but it does it, does. it yeah. absolutely does especially for the younger kids and stuff and i don't know if that's a design thing i mean it kind of is well but, it's um, something i've never considered before so. yeah it's <laughs> here i am I am a design design guru over here, but no, it it really truly gives like a whole new aspect of the outside without really having to do a whole yeah. lot other than pave a driveway, which I know is very expensive. But um, cool. Anything else that you want to talk about? You know, I, I feel like it was funny because we were talking about having you on the podcast and I was like, are you really going to talk about like super pretty houses? And is that really on brand? Cause we try and especially in the podcast kind of bring like, I know authenticity back to sure. motherhood and not saying that perfect pretty houses with all the shoes under the bench is not authentic. Cause for some people that is what their house looks like and that's what brings them joy. Um, but when you really, really dig into kind of some of the things that we hear and the and, and the clutter that moms kind of apologize for sometimes in the pictures that they post and the way that they feel I feel like some of these things are really important to talk about because there is a way to have an easy way to clean a house there is an easy like with certain design elements like having a drop zone or having a place where you can put things and close a door in front of them or something like that really truly can help you kind of lower the anxiety and feel a little bit less chaos. Oh yeah. And, and definitely I appreciate you bringing it full circle to talk yeah. about, you know, how our environment really does impact our moods, you know, yeah. with the, the, the sunroom, the three or four yeah. season room, but also for me, like I, it makes me feel content and I'm not doing it for other people when they, yeah. I, I entertain, you know, three, four nights a week with my neighbors are always coming over yeah. and I feel completely comfortable if I have stuff everywhere that they won't judge me for that. It's yeah. more like on Friday night when I sit down with my husband, I look around and everything is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. So it's, it's really, I do it for me, but I understand there is a lot of pressure out there that you want your house to look perfect, but it's, it's, it should be for you. Yeah. It's funny though. Cause like my husband has learned that like one of the greatest gifts he can give me is like, if I go out to target or I go, you know, run an errand or do something with a kid, if I can come home and he's encouraged the kids to pick up all their oh, stuff and like the greatest up gift. the house, it is like the coolest gift. And somewhere in our marriage, we've kind of reached the point where like, and I always thank him for it, but it is like the most amazing thing to like, come into the house on a Sunday afternoon when it's just been like, you know, a pandemic weekend, which I feel like we have weekend after weekend. Right. The kids have, you know, you have one meal that you kind of clean up after, but then you have another meal and everybody's home and everybody's, you know, doing whatever, you know, to have the kitchen straight and clean and, you know, the family room clean. And I think one of the things that goes into the ease of trying to get your kids to help at an earlier age is to have a place for everything yeah. and to have a place that they know 
you know, they can access or even if it is just that stupid bin that collects all of the little plastic things, you know, <laughs> at least they know that they can put that stuff in the it's bin. It's good practice. Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of take a deep breath and there's a little bit less clutter around and it and it feels, I think, a little bit more calming you know, to the chaos that is naturally motherhood. Melissa, I love the idea of your husband yeah. having the kids <laughs> clean up while you're at Target. Yeah, no, and I, I, I mean, don't know if this is going to air before Valentine's yeah. Day, but I feel like this is a great, yeah. you know, if anybody needs uh, yeah. a suggestion on what to give their their loved one for. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, I, I rag on him a lot on this podcast, um, but I think like learning those simple little things that, you know, make us all feel better. And it's like I said, it's not necessarily that I'm going to entertain. It's literally just that yes. for some reason, less stuff makes me feel like I'm more in control Definitely. of the other chaos that you can't always control. This has been awesome. Tell people where they can find you. I'm and not everybody's local that listens, okay. but do you have um, some resources? Or anything I do. My share? website is leahwalder.com. Okay. And I do post infrequently on Instagram <laughs> and that's leah.walder. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited and I appreciate uh, the yeah. t- chance to chat with you. And if you guys ever have any questions, I feel like I'm like the Ikea playroom guru at this point i think i bought every single ikea um, organizational aspect possible that you can buy at ikea so um you know drop comments or reach out on the facebook group or something and i will absolutely help people find all of the bins to collect all of the little plastic things so you don't see them anymore (laughs) thank you so much for being here thanks melissa 